Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Tuesday. Thank you for joining us here. Uh, I'm Joel Norris, and whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Podbean, listening on Spotify, thank you for taking your time out of some out of your Tuesday to uh, listen and uh, listen to some football news and highlights across college football with me and listening to my coverage and my take and insight of the game. Uh, whether you're watching or listening on Spotify, YouTube, uh, or Podbean, thank you. Uh, listen, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like the episode, subscribe to the channel, and leave a comment under each episode, whether you disagree or agree with me, like I said in previous episodes before. We all have a platform to share our opinions and or facts on, so uh, leave a comment whether you agree or disagree with what I'm saying. Uh, uh, leave a comment and drop it below. Um and subscribe to the channel on YouTube. On Podbean, listen to it on there, uh, share around with others, follow the channel, and like the episode, and share around with your friends and family and others. Spotify, follow the show, like the episode, and share it around with others as well. We are also on Facebook, and we're also on Twitter. On Facebook, all you got to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy, like the page, and uh, follow the page, get updates on uh, episodes coming out, uh, football updates in the world of NFL and college football, and uh, episode cancellations or you know episode updates as well. Uh, Twitter, same thing. All you got to do is type in at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. Uh, follow the page, set your notifications on, and get updates for uh, football news and episode updates as well. Uh, today we're going to be going around the league of college football, and we got some pretty good updates, uh, like the uh, SEC uh, permanent opponents for each team. Uh, one in particularly that Alabama head coach Nick Saban is not too happy about. <laughs> um, and we also uh, are starting spring practices uh, across the, the world of college football. One in particular to keep an eye on that we're going to talk about is in Austin, Texas, uh, and the quarterback battle starting up between Quinn Ewers and highly talented prospect coming out of high school, Arch Manning. Um, it's all going to be happening here right now on Pigskin Frenzy, so let's break down the news. Um Going into the SEC, diving into the uh, scheduling opponent uh, for permanent, you know, permanent opponents and the scheduling format. Uh, the SEC is looking to go to a nine-game schedule format for conference teams, um, with other schools being, you know, rotated in and out. So, uh, say Florida uh, and LSU played a schedule that is clearly, um, you know, they play they play on a permanent basis every year. Now. Uh, with the new uh, the additions of Oklahoma and Texas coming into the SEC in 2024, they're not going to play regularly. <laughs> uh, everything's is kind of you know just been twisted upside down uh, with the addition of Oklahoma and Texas, and that's not a bad thing. Change is is a good thing, and I'm not saying it's you know a bad thing that they're joining the the conference. I'm saying that everything's changing. Uh, it's a landscape that's changing constantly, but. Uh, in the scheduling format, there will be three for each team, three permanent opponents on an annual basis that a team will keep. And uh, I mean, so some things remain the same, some things don't. Uh, uh, so we're going to break down uh, each team's uh, permanent, you know, you know permanent uh, schedule and permanent team as they're going to face in the uh, new nine-man uh, format. Now, keep in mind this hasn't been really confirmed. It, uh, some say it's all but set, 
but it's not really a confirmed set thing. These are just proposed matchups for uh, each team in the conference, starting uh, with Missouri. Uh, Missouri would play Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Vanderbilt as a part of their uh, permanent opponents uh, on their scheduling. Um, I would say that's a that's a pretty solid one for Missouri. It makes sense. The uh, the matchup with Oklahoma makes sense. They played each other in the Big 12 when uh, when Missouri was in the Big 12, so that makes sense. Arkansas, that remains the same. That's uh, become a Black Friday uh Classic the day before uh, the day before uh, rivalry day on Saturdays. Uh, that's become a, a tradition almost uh, the day after Thanksgiving uh, football game between Missouri and Arkansas. So that one makes sense. Uh, then you have Missouri and Vanderbilt. Uh, that's become a, a mainstay rivalry for Missouri. So uh, I'm pretty sure Eli Drinkwitz and uh, Clark Lee are going to be excited about uh, that one. Uh, Arkansas uh, going into Arkansas, it would be Missouri. Uh, Arkansas would renew their old school rivalry with Texas, and then they would keep Old Miss as a team. Uh, I would say Arkansas and Ole Miss is a good one. Arkansas and Ole Miss have produced some highlight of games uh, these past few years. Um, I think that's a good one to keep so they can produce many more. Um, it's always a tough game for both teams and very physical between both teams. So that's a good one to keep there. Uh, Arkansas and Texas, uh, they played – a couple of years ago, um, that was a uh, a matchup for the ages. Arkansas went on to win that one. Uh, it was a back and forth game. Steve Sarkeesian and uh, Sam Pittman are going to be looking to do uh, some good things with that matchup and that game. So, uh, moving on, we have Texas A and M. Their uh, opponents would be LSU, Texas, and Mississippi State. Uh, now, when we talk about these schedulings, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a straight divisional, you know, west and east anymore. I don't know if they're going to still go with that or if it's going to be a, a one versus two, uh, who, 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 like a Big 12 thing, whoever's at the top of the conference goes to the SEC championship. I know the Big 10 is looking to uh, reverse that format um, with the additions of U USC and UCLA coming in in 2024. Um I would think that uh, with the addition of 16 teams, we might want to work something out with that coming up here shortly. But uh, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, going by this, it kind of looks like we're reverting back to uh, no divisions in the conference. So uh, something to keep an eye on. Um, I'm not quite sure, and I may be totally wrong. I'm just stating what I what I feel. Um, Texas A&M has LSU, Texas, and Mississippi State. They would keep the rivalry, uh, Thanksgiving rivalry with LSU. That's become uh, a rivalry of sorts ever since that seven-overtime classic in 2018 where uh, Texas A&M went on to win 74-72 um, in College Station, uh, giving A&M its first win in the SEC against LSU. Uh Texas, they would resume their rivalry uh, previously from the Big 12 after Texas A&M moved to the SEC. It was said that they were not going to uh, face each other anymore, uh, which broke the hearts of many college football fans because that was such a classic rivalry. Uh, Texas and A&M and Texas A&M would uh, propose to clash again with this new permanent uh, scheduling. And then we have Mississippi State. Mississippi State has been kind of a thorn to Texas A&M's side uh, the the past uh, you know five to seven years, um, it's looking like they're gonna uh, keep keep that rivalry going, keep that game going, and uh, 
play each other once again. Uh, Texas, we have the Red River rivalry. I don't think that's going to change. Uh, the Red River rivalry is going to remain the same, but just move over to a different conference. Uh, Texas has Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and Arkansas. Classic matchups and old-school rivalries for Texas, and those are going to be their permanent three opponents. Uh, Oklahoma would have Texas, Missouri, and Florida. Florida is an interesting one. Uh, they played each other in the national championship back in 2008 when Tim Tebow uh, won uh, his first national championship and made it there and led Florida to a uh, a remarkable game. It was a remarkable game for Florida, and uh, that viral halftime speech uh, uh, led by Tim Tebow, pumped them up and uh, got them the win and got them the national championship in 2008. Uh, Florida is a recruiting mainstay for Oklahoma, as in Oklahoma does go into Florida a lot, which is kind of kind of strange since they're in the Midwest, but they do go into Florida a lot to recruit. So it's kind of it kind of on paper makes sense for them to play each other every year, just because of the recruiting aspects from both Oklahoma and Florida. So that that one is a uh, that one's an interesting one. Uh, I would uh, keep an eye on that matchup if they play each other every year. For LSU, they have uh, Ole Miss, Texas A and M, and Alabama. They resume all three of their rivalries and keep. That those uh, Ole Miss being one of the oldest, the Magnolia Bowl. I'm pretty sure Ole Miss and LSU would love to keep that one and uh, keep playing each other every year and resuming that one in October. Uh, Texas A&M has become, like I said before, ever since 2018, it's gotten beefed up. That rivalry between the two on Thanksgiving weekend, um, last weekend of the regular season of college football, LSU and Texas A&M. They've been just, you know, going back and forth, uh, whether you picked LSU, Texas A&M ends up winning. Whether you pick Texas A&M to just destroy LSU, LSU ends up winning. It's a game that uh, predictions don't really matter, and it's a it's a it's a rivalry where you don't know what's going to happen. Controversy can happen, and or like like in 2018, a seven overtime classic. <laughs> uh, and then you have the main the main rivalry of the first Saturday of November, LSU Alabama. Um, you really can't get rid of that matchup. <laughs> that is an SEC West matchup for the ages. Um, you really just can't you can't get rid of that one. Um, that one is, I mean, usually if you're just talking about divisions, that is one of the main games that decides. Okay, who's going to Atlanta? If both teams are undefeated, of course, um, that's a game that okay, you know. Who's going to Atlanta? Especially nowadays, since Brian Kelly is now uh, kind of, uh, you know, upgraded, you know, LSU to where they needed to be and br- brought them back as kind of like a top team in the conference. So, um, you know, it's definitely a matchup that I think LSU and or Alabama would need um, to keep going just for the, uh, you know, just for the publicity and the promotion and the hype and the determine and the competition to see uh, who's going to go to Atlanta to represent the West. Um, even though, uh, like I said before, the divisions, uh, we don't know what's going on there yet. But that's a mainstay. That's a game that uh, a lot of, lot of teams and a lot of fans of college football would love to keep around just because of how entertaining those games get between LSU and Alabama. So, uh that's a good one there. Uh, moving on to Ole Miss, they would resume their rivalry with Mississippi State, uh, LSU, and then Arkansas. Uh, like I said before, those rivalries need to continue. Uh, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and Kentucky. Kentucky is one uh, that Mississippi State uh, 
it's kind of been, I mean, it's kind of been back and forth, a thorn to their side a little bit. So uh, that's a rivalry game that's always been entertaining in October. So they need to keep that one around. For Alabama, it's Auburn, the Iron Bowl, which, you, I mean, obviously you need to keep the Iron Bowl around. It's tradition. Uh, Tennessee, another rivalry that's tradition, the third Saturday of October, and LSU. Um, I will go back to that one in a minute. Nick Saban did not really uh, take too kindly to that uh, proposed matchups. Uh, Auburn uh, has Alabama, Georgia, which is the, uh, you know, it's a rivalry name that I can't mention now on <laughs> on air, but, uh, and then Vanderbilt. Uh, Georgia and Auburn has been kind of a, uh, Main, a mainstay rivalry, uh, cross-divisional opponent for Auburn for, you know, for as long as I can remember. So it's uh, that's a that's a rivalry. That's a must. Uh, Vanderbilt is Tennessee, Auburn, and Missouri. Uh, Auburn and Vanderbilt is an interesting one as a permanent opponent. Uh, that's, that's a unique matchup. Uh, Tennessee would be Vanderbilt, Alabama, and South Carolina. Kentucky would be Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Georgia. Georgia would be Auburn, Florida, and Kentucky, which makes sense. Uh, Florida would be Georgia, South Carolina, and Oklahoma. And South Carolina would be Florida, Tennessee, and Kentucky. Going back to Alabama, uh, Alabama head coach Nick Saban was saying, I don't think it really makes sense for us to be playing uh, those those three teams as, as a uh, permanent opponent. Um, maybe not Tennessee or LSU. Auburn makes sense just because of the traditional aspect of it in the Iron Bowl. Um I guess I, I I guess you can say LSU doesn't make sense to a T a point. I mean, it, it makes sense for the rivalry hype on LSU side, and it's a big game uh, for college football fans and college football in general on the first Saturday of November. So I guess that really makes sense on that end. But um, honestly, I think it, I think I mean those proposed matchups are honestly okay. Um, uh, I know Nick Saban wasn't a big fan of it, and he wasn't a big fan of the new scheduling format in general, but um, I'm pretty sure at the end of the day, Nick Saban will just welcome it and embrace it and adapt because he is a, I mean, he's the, the greatest coach to ever coach in college football, so um, I'm pretty sure he'll adapt to it. Brian Kelly had thoughts on the new uh, schedule uh, scheduling format. He's uh, and the permanent opponents for LSU would be Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and Alabama. He says he loved he loved playing all those teams last year, and he welcomes the competition every year. And that's why he came to the SEC from Notre Dame is to uh, challenge himself and to win championships and to try to you know get his legacy and rank, uh, just you know upgrade his legacy and become a national championship winning head coach and uh, just to challenge himself in general. So I'm pretty sure he's uh, looking forward to it. The SEC scheduling changes, uh, there'll be more updates on it, but those are the proposed matchups for all the teams and uh, permanent opponents for all the teams. It's not particularly set, but it's, you know, Close to being set. Uh, it's all but set, as uh, some college football officials and insiders have said. Moving on to spring practice. Uh, spring practice is starting up around for college football, um, most notably around the Southeastern Conference. USC has started theirs. Uh, one in particular is Texas uh, going down to Austin for a little bit. Steve Sarkeesian has now opened up the quarterback battle between uh, uh, Quinn Ewers, uh, last year's starter who played phenomenal. Uh, Quinn Ewers has got an, he's got an arm. His decision making is precise. Um, he is a a good quarterback. Uh, he transferred from Ohio State 
to Texas and has been uh, has been an overall pretty accurate quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. Um, and then he's going up against uh, the prodigy and uh, I mean, quite frankly, one of the best high school football quarterbacks to come out of high school this past year in Arch Manning. Uh, keyword, keyword, last name Manning. Uh, yes, he is the nephew of Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, two of the greatest quarter, uh, two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. Um, yeah, he he's a prodigy. He uh, he's got an arm. He's smart, and compared to um, Eli and Peyton, he is a little mobile. He is he he can move around. He can move around the pocket. He can scramble if he needs if he needs to. Um, they started doing a quarterback. Uh, battle today, Sar- uh, C. Sarkeesian said, uh, I mean, may the best man win. It's going to be uh, a close battle, and we're just going to, you know, see how it plays out into the spring. Uh, there probably will not, and, and my take on it is there won't be a quarterback named uh, going into fall. I'm pretty sure that will that will be decided probably a couple of weeks before the, the opening uh, uh, opening game for them and and what they could do is pull a Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, and uh, when Caden McNamara and J.J. McCarthy played um, in the opener last year, you can just start both of them and play both of them. Play uh, play J.J. McCarthy or play J.J. McCarthy one uh, quarter, and he did he did it with K. McNamara the last uh, the second half. So uh, he can do that with Quinn Ewers, and he can do that with. Um, Arch Manning, he can play Quinn Ewers in one half of the opener and then play Arch Manning in the second half of the opener. Uh, that's going to be a quarterback battle to keep an eye on. Um, it's going to be a, a tight one, I would say. Um, I would say most people would think that assume, oh, okay, well, Arch Manning's going to end up, you know, winning that one just because, I mean, he's a Manning. I wouldn't be so so sure. <laughs> uh, Quinn Ewers is not going to take that take uh take that lying down he's going to battle for it and he's going to want to uh remain the starter for the Texas Longhorns so uh it'll be interesting to see about that battle both of them are good quarterbacks uh it's it's a really good situation to be in if you're a Texas Longhorns fan because you could honestly it's uh I mean take your pick I mean who do you want really it's uh it's a good room right there I mean um it's I mean you can you can't do no wrong really that's what is what I'm trying to say uh you can you can start Quinn Ewers and win games with him, and you may can start uh, Arch Manning and you can win some ball games with him. Now, the only thing that Quinn Ewers has got on his side is experience, so you're going to have to look into that. However, with you know, if you play, you gain experience. So, uh, only way to do that is for is to throw Arch Manning into the into the fire and play. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. We'll see what happens. Uh, uh, if I had to take a lean on uh, for me, I would say it's going to be a Michigan situation. And then uh, Art, uh, Quinn Ewers is going to start one half of the opener. Arch Manning is going to start uh, the second half of the opener. And then they're going to lean more towards, okay, who played better in, in the game, in game time situation. And then that's who they're going to go with. Um, that's just what I think. Um and that's just uh, my thoughts on that. Spring practice is starting up. Uh, a lot of spring games are going to come up soon. Uh, uh, one in particular, uh, USC, Lincoln Riley had his first press conference today. Uh, uh, he said all is well with USC. Everybody's fired up to be back. And uh, they're, they're rocking and rolling. Uh, they, they get Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner, back. Uh, they get uh, a lot of their players back. 
from last year's team. Uh, the one notable absence that you got from USC is Jordan Addison as they uh, as he's going to the draft. And, I mean, it's it, it, spring football, it, it's gone by quick. I mean, the national championship was just a couple of months ago, and it, it's, it's gone by so quick. Uh, spring's uh, already starting up, and spring practice is already here. So, um, I mean, it's, it's really, really, really going by quick. And before we know it, we'll I'll be talking about NFL draft. We'll be talking about uh, media days in July. And before you know it, we'll be pick, uh, sitting here picking college football games and NFL games uh, before we know it. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for today. Um, once again, uh, follow on Twitter uh, at pigskin underscore frenzy. Uh, follow, get notifications and updates on Twitter and uh, retweet, like the tweets, and uh, get, like I said, get updates and notifications for the show um, on Twitter. Uh, go to Facebook, type in Pigskin Frenzy, follow and like the page. Uh, get notifications and uh, get updates on episodes and football news as well. If you're on YouTube, like the episode, uh, subscribe to the channel, and leave a comment. And what are your thoughts on the uh, quarterback battle uh, for Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning? Who do you see uh, Steve Sarkeesian starting? Um, and talk about the proposed uh, SEC changes uh, and permanent uh, scheduling format for uh, the SEC, the nine-game scheduling format for the SEC once Texas and Oklahoma join. Leave a comment under the YouTube, on, under the YouTube videos and episodes. Uh, like the episode, subscribe to the channel, and leave a comment below. Also, like the episode on Podbean. Uh, share around with others, family, friends, you name it, and follow on there. Spotify, like the episode. Uh, follow uh, on Spotify and share around with others as well. Thank you for joining us here, and we will see you Thursday for another edition of Pigskin Frenzy. I'm Joel Norris, signing off, and see you Thursday.